mind has nothing at all to add to this moment. It has nothing to contribute at all. It can run every story about doing all kinds of important stuff, but it's just more crap. I was talking other crap five minutes ago and it can be talking more crap next five minutes ago and it's all insignificant actually. So it doesn't matter what it's saying. Pay no heed. Don't be interested in its opinions. <coughs> Whatever position it's taking. As if on the inside you can say, shh, to your mind. And come back to feeling the weight of your body on the surface that's supporting it. Drop your attention within. And if that means inside your body, inside your torso, that's fine. Sink, melt, dissolve. Grab a word that makes sense to you, that gives you a way of Merging, merging back to source, back to whatever you arose out of this morning at your first thought. Go back to it. Dissolve, merge back in. The divine intelligence that made everything knowable, everything phenomenal, is what you are. You're just pretending to be small. You're just trying out a human life, just for grins. wherever, whatever you were, a hundred, a thousand, five million years ago, you're still that. You're still that. Just playing a little story to amuse yourself for a chunk of years.
So tilt the proportion back to its more correct order. The little dot for this like 20, 50, 80 years, whatever we're going to get, more, or more of us behind us, or more of it is in front of us, it doesn't matter. That little chunk of years that's less than a century, compared to what you were five million years ago, a billion years ago. Reorganize the proportion. How much attention goes on the body-mind mechanism that's just less than a century, really, running a few stories for less than a century? And you get lost in that one? That little squirt who's messing about with its own little self-importance, trying to imagine that it's autonomous and that it's got issues and that it's trying to make itself better and trying to sort out something and make amends or dissolve its karma or compare to what you came from and what you know you all already were and will be and cannot not be. Let's check out the scale of the two of them. Where do you think your attention should be, really? Which one deserves your attention? The enormity of what you are or this puppet that you're pretending to be for about 100 years or less? We play small, huh? And in playing big, I'm not interested in playing big in the world. It's about merging with what's inside you, the, 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 the enormity of the source of all. That. Merge with that. That's what you are. Remember. Remember, remember, remember. You know this someplace inside you. You know it. You know it. But your mind is like, what? Huh? I'm not sure. Uh, like, shh. But you know it's someplace else inside. You know what I'm talking about isn't garbage. You know it. And that amazing source that, that, that is what you are, it doesn't need to be acknowledged by another, recognized by somebody else. It has nothing to prove. It has nothing to say. What can make it better or make it worse? Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Nothing can change it at all, you see. Because it's outside of this puppet story that we run while we're having a human life. It's untouchable, completely. So this is why we go into silence. So that we can really give an opportunity for your mind to hear the shh. 
There are backjacks just behind you guys if you'd like to grab them. And there's two up here if you want. And so right now, what story are you interested in? Right now, because we shifted gear into the phenomenal world, two people came in. Right, what, what happened? Did your attention shrink and you left the source? No? Yes and no. There's a mixture. Some people left and like, oh, somebody came in. Oh, I have no chairs. Oh, and we're gone. So quickly, huh? So quickly. Trading. Trading the enormity of what you are that has nothing to say, that is completely and totally indifferent to whether the house burns down or not. It's still unchanged. It's still untouched. And the slightest little, oh, a story, a story. <laughs> it's still amazing. A story, you know. Off we go. And all of our attention goes into the story. But they're just stories. They'll always be stories. They're nothing. They're nothing. They're nothing. The tiniest bit of attention can manage stories. And I want you to learn how to kind of split your attention so that one part of you can manage the story, but that at the same time your attention rests in what cannot be caught up in story. I want you to learn how to do that these days. And it's neurological, you know, because, because the part of your attention that goes back to source is your right brain. And your left brain is going to do the functioning part of, oh, we need to change the temperature in the room. That's your functioning brain. That's your left brain. Your right brain can hang out in the bigger picture. There's no reason why you cannot do both at the same time. It's just a bad habit to imagine that all of your attention must be in story. It's a bad habit, nothing else. And you forget it's my prayer that you forget the phenomenon, <laughs> that you forget to follow story. Forget about it. Let story yank you. You know the way spirit yanks you and like, it's like, oh God, I have to do this. This doesn't make any sense, but I have to do it. Flip it over so that a story, it's like, oh, it's lunchtime. So that that story has to like, oh, everybody's going to lunch. Okay, I suppose I better go to lunch. Let it pull you in that way rather than, oh, okay, I'm all prepared and I'm all going into the story of it's lunchtime. Do you know? Let yourself be, you know, listening in a different way to what your mind says. So that you can hear the call of your mind, but you don't jump, fully supporting what your mind says. Your mind is king. Whatever it says, that's the only reality that's happening, and that's where my attention is. We want to flip it so that your attention is where it was a gazillion years ago. 500 years ago, even. Let's make it more plausible. <laughs> where your attention was when you weren't dreaming last night. Same, same. In deep sleep last night. That's where your attention was. Your mind doesn't know anything about it. It can't know anything about it. But the beauty of incarnating in human form is that we can do both at the same time. We can do both at the same time. We can function in the world and we can always be present to that which is outside of time. Wow. 
have your awareness in what is outside of storyland. Just not forgetting it. And let's let us forget about the phenomena. Let's forget how to shrink all of your attention so that you're only following mind. The stories, the world, the what has to be done. Garbage. It's just garbage. You'll do what you have to do. Do you know? But forgetting? Let's give that up. Forgetting the source? Let's give that up. It's not a bad intention if you'd like to share it with me. <coughs> we can send it out there to Grace, who's holding all of this. Are you inside or are you lost of story now? Right now. You'll go out in the blink of an eye unless you train yourself to stay in. Because you trained yourself or life trained you to be out, to be out following the external stories of life. And during this week, let's do whatever we've got to do to unravel the addiction to story, the addiction to me and my world. Let's pull apart whatever bugbear you have, whatever you can't let go of, whatever keeps making you fully invest in me and my little world, my incarnation. It really doesn't matter. Mm. It really doesn't matter. Are you resting at source? Are you resting within right now? Okay, we've got a few nods. Good. Right. So here's one little thing that might make sense. When, when you're resting at source and there's talking happening, like my voice right now, if you kind of go out to grasp it, to grasp what Jack is talking about, you'll leave the source. Whereas if you let the words come to you, you'll stay there. So the moment that, oh, I, I, I need to get this, you're grasping, you've left it. You've left it. Of course you need to get something. You need to just go back in. That's what you need to get. The importance of going back in.
So let these words come to you. See if you're able to do that. Can these words come to you and be comprehended but you're staying inside? Your whole life can play like that. It does play like that. Unless you shrink your attention and decide that it needs full investment in story. Which of course is the most inefficient way to live. But we do it all the time. Until we get some wisdom. And discover, oh my god, it's actually much simpler. When you line yourself up the way we're wired to be. Just having your attention inside. And let functioning happen. But have your attention inside. If your mind is running a story, Stay inside. And even if your mind is saying, oh, this feeling of inside, there's no rest here either. It's like, okay, yeah, that's mind. That, that's mind. It's just being really persistent. It's saying, do not touch into that illness. Stillness because I'll be out of a job and I'm not giving up so easily. It plays like that too. So we're going to try a little experiment. We're going to talk about practical stuff over the week. And let's see how you do. <laughs> there is no split between my <clears throat> spiritual space and talking about mealtimes. There is no difference. You've got to learn how to be inside and function in the world. Otherwise you ain't ever going to wake up. <laughs> That's the skill that happens. And if you can learn it, if you, can, if you can train your brain how to do it, then there's no need to be dysfunctional for a couple of years like myself and a few others because we didn't know about this. So this is what makes a transition smooth and beautiful so that waking up can be just... Waking up? What was that all about? What was that spiritual awakening thing about? I don't know. I just don't get involved in thoughts anymore. It's like, yes, that's the sweetest one of all. So take a breath and dissolve inside, huh? And let these words come to you. And even if they're about practical stuff, let them come to you. Keep your, the bulk of your attention inside. Right? And let's see. Let's see how you manage. Keeping the bulk of your attention inside, but letting this information 
come to you. So as you know, we've got, we're here until Sunday, if you can stay for the whole thing. Most of you can. Some people will be dropping in, there's somebody coming tomorrow, for example, there's somebody coming on Saturday during the day. But the bulk of us are here for the whole lot. Um, if you're finding your chair uncomfortable, feel free to bring your pillow, make it work for you. There are some yoga blankets in, the, in a closet at the back. Find what you need. And if you can't find it, you can ask Diane. Diane is there in the corner. Diane, this is Diane that everybody sent their registration to. And she's, she's, she's the gopher, the go-to, the sounding board for all housekeeping stuff during the retreat. Um, Our daily schedule is going to be posted someplace. Diane? And now it's on a clipboard on the table. Okay. Along with the kayak sign. Perfect. All right. Okay. So what we do is uh, tomorrow morning we have an optional um, meditation. And I don't go to that because I need to stay lying down for a bit longer. Um, and what we do is we ask somebody from the group to host it, which means like setting your phone for 45 minutes or just keeping an eye on your time so that you, you start it and you finish it in some way. It's like, okay, folks, you know, let's begin now, or sometimes we have a bell and sometimes we don't. And at the end of it, it's like, all right, come back now to the room and we just open it and close it in whatever organic way. But we ask somebody to volunteer, and every night I'll be asking somebody else to volunteer. So is there, what time do we do that in the morning? Is it 7.15? I think so, I'd actually have to look at the schedule. Thank you, Jimmy. Seven fifteen. 7.15 to 8. Okay. Thank you. Is there anybody who'd like to be here in the morning at 7.15? Is there anybody interested in going to meditation in the morning? Peter? Connie? Eileen? Okay, we've got a few. Great. Great. Would somebody like to do tomorrow's? Peter? Excellent. Thank you very much. If you're going to come to it, be sure to be on time because it's, you know, it's a pain in the ass having the door opening and closing all the time. So just to be here at 7.15. Okay. Can I ring that bell? <laughs> you sure can. Gently, maybe? <laughs> sure. Whatever, whatever you like, Peter. Whatever works for you. I think Vader used it. Sure. I mean, it's, it's easy to... You can, you know, make the walls shatter or you can <laughs> go gently, as you like. Thank you. We have breakfast from 8 to 9. And at 9.30 we've sat down. You don't need to know what happens after that really because it's at 9.30 in the morning we'll be telling you what's happening next. We'll break in time for <coughs> Tomorrow after lunch, uh, Barbarama, the guy with the tash and the green shirts this evening, um, 
will be giving a tour of the ashram. If you haven't been here before, if you'd like to be assisted in showing your way around, there's a lot different like nooks and crannies and it's, it's fun, it's, it's good to, he doesn't get a chance to show everything and he kind of says, oh I forgot about that. So it's, it's usually bigger than what, um, we're here, I think it was my third year I discovered a train carriage someplace that has a few little altars <laughs> in it. It's a train carriage on a track out the back somewhere. So it's, it's just full of quirky things. So is there any attention left at source right now? Yeah? Is there anybody who's totally, totally in the story of what's happening <coughs> tomorrow and they've disconnected from what's inside? Derek? Yeah. Anybody else going to be honest? <laughs> yes, all right. All right, good. What's really good is that you know the difference. That's all we need right now is you've got to know the difference of like, oh my God, I totally, I, I'm totally out in the world. If you don't even know, it's like, all right, we'll go back further then. Peel back further. But we need you to have that awareness. That self-honesty. I'm caught in my story. Or like, no, there's, there's a calmness inside and I can hear the, the words are just coming to me. This is how I would like you to start functioning. One thing that's on the tour, stay inside. One thing that's on the tour is there is... Um, uh, um, what, what do you call that medicine wheel? There's a medicine wheel that was built ceremonially by um, something like a dozen Native American tribes who came here together to build it. It's quite potent. And if, if you're going to use it, um, uh, you've got to take something as an offering. And down at the corner of that door, there is um, a packet of organic flax that I bought in the health food shop this morning. <laughs> and just take a pinch of it or take down the bag and put some there. Let that be your offering. So it has to be something organic and of the, you know, as in, not organic as in no chemicals, but organic as in of the earth, mm -hmm. that Mother Earth can take it back again. Okay? So we give something as an offering before you go around the wheel. So be sure and take down the bag with you and whenever you're done, bring it back up and you'll know there's somebody there if the bag is gone. You know. Yeah. Okay? That's just one thing I'd like to, um, to add in if you're going to do that. Is there some of your attention inside? Yeah? Yay. Okay, we're getting a bit better. All right. <laughs> Good. From now, there's no more talking unless we're in the satsang hall. If you need to figure out what time we'll be back, I've lost my schedule, then you ask somebody. I mean, if, if you need to talk for practical stuff, fine. But no chit-chat, no, no engagement. What's really helpful is if you don't make eye contact with people. Because if you pass somebody and you make eye contact, it's really difficult not to, in some way, acknowledge, in some way say yes. And I want you to stay inside. So don't make eye contact. And your mind will say, oh, this is rude, this is awkward, this is, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shh. Shh. 
So outside of the room, just don't make eye contact. Stay inside all the time. When you're inside, I want you to be dissolved, merged, disappear, melt in the deepest part of you, the part where you really don't know what it is. You couldn't name it, but yet it's kind of soft and sweet and still, and there's rest. I want you to merge in there. you'll find there will either be a repetitive thing that you will notice keeps coming up because you'll have space to hear your mind. What usually happens is that thoughts come and we just, we talk them out. So if you're not engaged in the outside world, number one, there's nothing to say so that you're not (laughs) thought speech, thought speech, thought speech. We're breaking that continuity. So a thought can come. It doesn't go anywhere. Now you have the bandwidth to see it. So I start to notice. Start to notice. Do I have a repetitive, silly, darn thing that just keeps cropping up a gazillion times in one day? I want to know about it if you do. We'll see if we can unravel things that are really persistent. Maybe there's a feeling. Maybe there's a story. Maybe there's something that's your constant, constantly running to it. A crazy thought that you're constantly going to. And it pulls your attention. And it's a struggle to pull your attention away from it. All right, we've got to unravel those. We develop habits during our life. We just develop habits. And this is an environment where you can see your habits. So the silence is there for you to use it. And believe it or not, some people will just keep talking. They'll just keep talking. Because the habit is so ingrained to... You can't even get a distance from the compulsion to voice your thoughts. So see how you do And even if mine says, oh, no problem, I'd be able to keep silence. Notice it if it it went there. It's more garbage. Stay in the stillness. There's nothing to be said in there. There's no commentary. There's just no commentary. And yet life happens. Smoothly, like. That's the amazing thing. More efficiently, smoothly. And even if you're coming from a life that's crazy busy for 12 hours a day, you can still merge in the stillness. You'll be there tonight when, you, when, you, when you're not dreaming anyway. You can absolutely be there all the time. It's just a bad habit if you really believe that your busy life needs all of your attention. That's a bad habit. It's not true. It will do better with the appropriate attention and you resting at source.
Who's lost touch with the, the inside? Okay, anybody else? I really don't believe that we want to get one out of this many. I, I don't believe it. Okay. And it's funny because when, you know, if it's like, oh God, no. Watch the thinking, you know. Like either we don't want to be honest or we feel embarrassed or we, we, we should be better or just watch the silly dialogue that stops you from just being honest. Just watch it. Don't support it. Just don't support it, because that's another story that will get you being a slave of your thoughts. <coughs> the biggest difference between believing the stories of your mind and when all of that breaks down gently, no reason it can't break down gently, the biggest difference <coughs> I'm waiting for the thought to come it just isn't here right now <laughs> what was I going to say was the biggest difference it's gone oh yeah alright there it came again is that whatever you do and whatever you say is unfiltered by your mind. Mm. It comes from the source. And you have to be so honest with yourself to find that. Because the mind will filter things all of the time. Just as it will filter, oh God, I don't want to put up my hand. It's filtering. Maybe I won't put up my hand because... Do you know, that little filtering, protecting, protecting something. We learned how to kind of, how to maneuver the truth so that we can survive. All of this habit of mind, it's got to go. And it will go, it will go. If you're just moving from source, if that is, if there's total surrender and it's only the voice of the source, of God, of consciousness, that's moving through you, then you are the hands and feet of God, to use a biblical thing. Then there is only the divine purpose through you. And you actually can't screw up. That's one of the beautiful things. You can't because you know, I wasn't involved there. I really wasn't involved there. I really wasn't. So you know it actually had to happen like that. You know it in your heart of hearts. There was no option. It had to roll out that way. It had to, because I didn't use any filter. That was the raw movement of consciousness using this form and this voice to express. That's beautiful. That's beautiful to live like that. And that's freedom. That's what we call freedom. You see? That's freedom. And that's a little bit after awakening. Because even though you know with awakening, you know th that the I story is unreal, that this is a creation of something that ultimately has no substance. It's all just built on concepts. 
All right, you get to see that. You probably, I'm sure you've seen it in many glimpses if you're here, and maybe you've seen it and it's solidifying, and maybe you've seen it years ago. Doesn't matter, there's a whole mix of people here. The phase of when you know who you think you are is only who you think you are, that that persona is not really you. The phase between that and having every filter removed. That's the road between awakening and freedom. Awakening and liberation. You see? That's the road. Where those little subconscious filters, of where you're kind of protecting yourself, preserving yourself, watching yourself image, be, be care- minding yourself, really. Minding yourself. Do you know? That filter system, those thoughts, editing stuff, that's what goes. So I'm after them now, wherever you're at in the path. I'm after them now. Those layers that sabotage the flow of pure consciousness and try to like upgrade, upgrade the flow of pure consciousness. Like, really? Really? Isn't it nuts what the mind really thinks it can do? Nuts! This little squirt of a thought that's important for that moment. And then two seconds later, you can't freaking remember what it was. But we bow down to it while it's running. Like, it's nuts. But it works. And that's what made this whole thing appear real. It works. So let's unravel it, no? Bring it back to its pure form. So that the mind will just do what the mind needs to do to function. So watch to see if you're editing. Okay, whose attention has completely left source now? Yay, really? Really? Everybody has some access to the stillness inside? Beautiful. Well done. So that's our work for the next five days. Mm. Wherever you are on the path, let's all do the same work. You keep your attention inside. Find a word. Melt, dissolve, merge. Disappear, emptiness, sweet spot. Find an anchor. Find a word that's an anchor. Because if you have an anchor for five days, it's going to be pretty well there when you go home. Can I record you saying shh? (laughs) Is that your anchor? Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. When you said that. Yeah. It's like to a baby. Yeah. Yes. 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 Because yes. the mind is beautiful, you know. Yes. Fighting it is, is just the mind fighting mind. But it's just, shh, you know, it's like you're just putting it from the center over to the side mm. and turning down the volume a bit. Lovingly. Keep going inside. 
get to know that reservoir. The depth of it is unfathomable, way beyond what your imagination can even imagine. Who's totally lost in their thoughts right now? Okay. All right, great. Great. The honesty is what I'm looking for. your go-to word so that you can go into that sweet spot. Keep going back there. As soon as you notice that you're not there, go back. With no judgment at all, just go back. And stay there. Stay in your sweet spot. Mind will fight for its life, literally. So, go back to your sweet spot. Try not to judge it, judge your sweet spot, because your mind might imagine, but this isn't deep, this is just a state of mind. It's like, go there anyway. And if you need to say deeper than this, then let it be that soft a request 
just a soft request just deeper than this merge deeper than this melt deeper than this because your mind is going to kind of look for a quality it's going to look for a way to recognize it it's going to try and sneak in Send it off to the side and melt. Melt into your sweet spot. Even if the body is tired, so what? That deeper place doesn't know anything about physical tiredness. So see if you can go to that place that doesn't have the, the complaint running. <laughs> Whatever the complaint is. Your back hurts. You forgot to make a phone call. Da, 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 da. Go to the place where that has no relevance. Where it can't touch. There's a bit of letting go required. There's a bit of trust required. A bit of surrender. Do it anyway. Who's lost in their thoughts right now? It's not thoughts, it's feeling. Pardon? Feeling? It's not thoughts, it's fear. Fear. Ah. Mm. Yes. It's like an edge. I don't like it. Yes. Go there. Go there. My mind was white. Mm. It frightens me. Yes. Fear is made of nothing. Mm. It's actually, it's just a thought with like this whole... The whole body is... That's what I call it. Yeah, sure. Sure, yeah, because it's a thought that has a lot of chemical potency. You know, and gets everything to, to fire with the same message. This isn't okay, this isn't okay. It's more important to put your attention on the fear because this is uh, a threat in some way. So I want you to figure out if there's any substance to the fear. Yeah. You think so? You think it's really protecting you? It appears that there is, yeah. Oh, you think it's going to protect no, you? No, not the fear. But, like, it's a fear, 
that you will disappear. Yeah, yeah great. Great. So what? So what? That's just the controller, you know? Right. That's just the controller being active. Right. Call it bluff. Let's see what happens. Surrender to it. Say, okay. Okay, source. If that's the destiny of this body-mind, if you want me to just go crazy, really lose the plot and be completely dysfunctional, you got me. You can have it. You can let me do that too. If that's what you want me to do, I'm up for it. Can you do that? Yes. All right. Yes. Let's see what it does. Let's call it bluff. And we'll find out. You'll find out if it's just empty story or if really there's something in your destiny that we need to just grasp. So what? It's better than being paralyzed. You'll have to do this leap sometime. Here's an invitation. Go for it. The mind is going to throw up whatever story is going to work to stop you merging into source. It's going to it's going to throw up whatever one will be potent enough for you to stop merging. That's what it does. It's going to name your biggest fear because its biggest threat is, is that it's not going to be running your life anymore. So, so it's, going to, it's going to play a really potent card. Yeah, twist the thing on the top, Roger. The blankets are in here. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure that's where I saw them, yeah. And then the two doors open. Yeah? Yeah. Could you bring me one? Could you ask him to bring me one? A second one, a spare one. Roger, please, for Connie. Excellent. How are we doing? All right? All right. It might feel good every day. We'll see. We have a few all rights. Okay, good. <laughs> Whatever is stopping you from totally merging in the source will probably show its face. Do you know? It's the thing that keeps making you believe in your own story, that you are who you think you are. Something is making you continue to believe it unless awakening has already happened. Something is making you plug in. <coughs> so let's welcome it and see what it is. See why is it still being believed.
Go to your sweet spot. So you've got homework. Mm. I want you to fall asleep in your sweet spot. Mm. Wake up in your sweet spot. Whenever you're out, go back. <clears throat> Find your anchor word. Melt, dissolve, merge, emptiness, beyond, prior, anything. Whatever it is. It could even be like a pointer like peace, love, rest. Whatever at all will, will use you, will, will encourage you to, to, to drop in your attention to where it came from. To bring your attention back home. Rather than having it all glued to this yakety yak that's going on in your mind. Find your anchor word. Stick to the same one while you're here. Stick to the same one. Get it strongly established. All right. Good. <laughs> Sweet spot. Do you know that the sweet spot is beneath the fear? Mm -hmm. Great. <laughs>